Okay, girls, this podcast is long overdue. Oh my goodness. I am just now entering the world of cycle syncing, and I thought it would be just so fun for us to learn together. I brought on Joelle Cease, who is a longtime client and friend of mine, and she schools us today on the four different types of cycles, how to optimize your cycles and your hormones so that you can find the most productivity in your business, so that you can optimize your projects and your monthly planning. It's legit. Like every single person, woman, needs to hear this episode for sure. Um, And I also love that Joelle has a Christ-centered foundation and she really talks about how when we understand our bodies and the way that God created us, we are allowed to operate with grace. And I just thought that that was so cool that she brought in a biblical perspective to understanding our bodies. So you're going to totally love this. I took like 40 pages of notes. So get your notebook and pen ready. Let's get in the flow. Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gass Show, where you can get clarity on your calling use your gifts for glory, and create a kingdom business. I believe that when we come together as daughters of the king, we will create true change here on earth. And we're raising up little world changers, mamas. Yes, and amen to that anointing over our lives. I believe we can also do this while having a ton of fun. You're here for PJs all day, lukewarm coffee, building passive income businesses, and using your voice for impact by podcasting and spreading your message into the world, you are in the right place. It's time to let God light our path so we can experience true miracles. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Hello, Joelle. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Hey, hey, friend. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. This is going to be so much fun. You guys, I have known Joelle now for probably two years or more. Like you started, what was the very first program you ever took with me? Do you remember? So I was following you and listening to you as you were sharing your Britney Spears year. And I just related to you so much. And so I actually heard you on somebody else's podcast. And then as soon as I dove into all of your stuff. I eventually started with a coach, like a clarity coaching call, which now you have clarify your calling, but I was, I went and did a one-on-one clarity call with you. And I knew podcasting was just something I was called to do. Then I got, um, podcast pro university and just recently graduated from P2P. So, Hey, like we've been, we've been together a long time and I appreciate you so much. Oh yeah, girl. I think you are one of my very first, I don't know, 10 or 15 podcasts that I helped get launched into the world, you know, two and a half years ago. So you started with intentional productivity and now you run the podcast feminine fitness. Tell everybody a little bit about like, what's that like? Like you get clarity and then you went through a pivot. Right, right. So I first thought for a while, cause I had been into health and fitness for so long that my calling was meant to do something outside of what I was already doing, but really it was about 
niching down. And when I was going and I loved intentional productivity and it's still how I operate and do things today with my priorities in mind. But when it came to helping other women, it was really about how can I give people health and fitness advice, which I love so much. And it's always been a part of who I am. Like I should have saw that at first right away and known that that was going to be where I went, but I'm like, how do you really take health and fitness and niche down even more? And so when we were going through that, and when I was having the podcast and all of my health and fitness episodes were still doing the best, I just kept praying. I kept listening to you. I kept like stepping into more and more of what I do now, which is just such like, it's, it's so aligned, but so right. And so, yeah, I mean, it was, it's been great having you to help me through pivots as well, because sometimes that feels like, should I really do that? Should I stick with this? Like, have I been giving things long enough? But when you have prayer and support and a mentor and a community, and it feels right, you just get that validation of like, yep, take the next right step, take, take the next right step. And that's really how the pivot happened was just uh, like, oh, some of these episodes are doing the best and I'm learning about this and this is working for me. So I'm going to share more about that and share more about that. So the pivot wasn't necessarily like a full 180 twist. It was more like a small step, a small step, a small step into this first full circle moment of me being on your show. <laughs> exactly. And I think, isn't that what clarity is? It's a constant evolution of listening to God's clues and then taking action on that and then listening and inventorying and then taking action. And so now you're fully aligned and you came into podcast to profit with feminine fitness already. Why did you join that program when you were like, I already have the new show. I feel so niched into who I'm called to serve. Like, what was it about the program that you were like, I need that. I wanted to streamline and polish things up. You know, I knew I had podcast episodes and I was on a groove with being consistent with my posting because of what I learned in podcast pro university. I mean, editing was a cinch. I had like the intro. So I had like the, the groundwork, but I wanted to polish things up within my podcast and my business model. And we did exactly that in P2P. Like we went through and talked like all the things that you give us, the pitch, um, working with Allie on my graphics, the um, search SEO, search engine, op like optimizing everything. So now when people search cycle singing in podcast, my show pops up. Yes. So for me, it was about taking kind of, it wasn't necessarily even a mess of a business model that I had. It was just polishing it up and creating a streamlined process of my show getting in front of people. And then also what I have to offer with my coaching services and my programs and my e-course and saying, okay, this is the evolution and journey that I take a woman through when they start working with me. So it was really not necessarily starting the business. It was polishing it up and putting it together. So it's like a package in a pretty little bow. Right. And you know, what's cool about us is you had the course. And so what we ended up doing, which was a really cool moment was we did some advanced strategy for you in podcast to profit, where we actually came up with the mastermind, the next level, the next tier of profitability for your business. And that was super exciting for me because I hadn't yet done that in P2P. 
So it was really cool to see like, no matter where you're at in your podcasting journey, like that mastermind will take you next level. 100%. You know, I know all of us were in such different stages and that, that was kind of something that crossed my mind a little bit too, as everybody was introducing themselves, but I just knew I was in the right group of women. And so, yeah, even though some of them were just learning a lot of those beginner things, we still helped each other. They still gave me great insight in other areas that were super insightful and helpful to me. Yeah. So good. So let's pivot into why I brought you on this podcast today is because I am so like behind the curve and I'm like, I don't know anything about cycle syncing. I know it's all the rage. I know everybody's talking about it. You literally have a podcast all about this. And so I'm like, let's get in the know over here. Okay. Like we need to get in the flow over here. Yeah. (laughs) So start us off, Joelle, with what is cycle syncing? Right. And you know, you're going to, maybe others are listening to that term being like, I don't know about it either. But as I talk about what I'm going to talk to you guys about today, you're going to start having these light bulb moments of like, oh, this makes sense. That makes sense. That's totally me. Oh, that's why that happens and all of that. So once you know about cycle syncing, you really don't have to know much of the method, but really tap into more of your intuition and trusting it and making it work for you instead of against you. Because we've been told, or a lot of us have been told all our lives, like this is the curse of aunt flow and something negative when really what I teach is to how to use our hormones, know how they impact us and know our strengths and what supports us in certain phases. So then we can be our best. Okay. So really what is cycle syncing to me, it is ultimately bringing awareness and aligning your lifestyle to your feminine hormone monthly cycle to give your body the support that it needs while optimizing how, how our body works and how we can live optimally in each phase, not thinking that one needs to be better than the other, or that one super sucks. And the best example that I have for this is we have four phases, right? So follicular, ovulation, luteal, and menstrual. And I have a rundown that I'll give here in a little bit, but four phases, just like there's four phases of seasons, right? Spring, summer, fall, winter. Well, the best example I can think of in explaining why women should cycle sync comes from a place of, I'm a farmer's daughter and my dad, we live in the Midwest. So it's not sunshine and wonderful rain all the time. We have to optimize certain activities. So we reap the best harvest. We know that we want to plant in the spring, let things grow in the summer and we harvest in the fall. And then there is a winter phase of letting the ground rest, letting the workers rest. Like it would not make sense for my dad to go plant a field of corn in the springtime or in in the fall time. Right. Like it would not make sense. That would make it harder. That would make it harder on him to do that. The crops wouldn't grow, especially here. Everything would just freeze and die. Right. But with that being an extreme example, but as women, we have these four phases and they very much look like and feel like the seasons of weather. And so if we can just think of it as it's about 
optimizing. It's not about being obsolete. It's not about, you know, having productivity and then laziness. It's like each season in each phase has a purpose. And why this is, is because of our biology, when certain hormones are rising, there are things going on with our energy, our mood, emotion, and our brain that changes. Mm -hmm. And so in some phases we can hop on the podcast mic and it just feels like it is flowing. And then there's other phases where you may hit record and be like, Oh gosh, I messed up. Bring it back. Oh God. Or or questioning everything you say, like, did that come out right? Do I have anything more to say? So really it's about understanding what our body is going through instead of forcing every single action even coming at it with grace and knowing, okay, this is why I'm not crushing the to-do list. Like I was two weeks ago, or this is why I'm stumbling over my words a little bit more than when I typically do, or this is why I'm not even really thinking that creatively right now. It's about knowing what is supportive during each phase. And then if you can, which as entrepreneurs, sometimes we can map this out and plan this out. Yeah. Oh, so good. So we have four phases of our cycle mm-hmm. every month or every, whatever many days your cycle is. And we have four of them and they are follicular ovulation. What was the third one? Luteal. Luteal and menstrual. Yeah. And- let me, should I run through those quickly yes. Yes. and explain like how to know which phase and then kind of how each one has a superpower and it'll also roll yes. back into that like seasonal topic. Okay. So this is the meat. This is the juicy stuff. Okay. okay ladies, you here for it. Coming and you up. guys, you guys, if you didn't know about your luteal phase and you're now like in your late twenties or thirties, I was the same, same. Right. And we didn't know about it until it became relevant. Mm. And I hear often like, why weren't we taught this in school? Well, really as teenagers, we didn't care. Yeah. We didn't really care. Right. <laughs> so starting off, I always like to start with follicular phase. That to me is like the springtime, the newness, and it kind of just flows into a nice, well-rounded, completed circle. So follicular phase is the phase when your period has stopped. Okay. So when you no longer have your period, you are in follicular phase. And this phase lasts like one to 13-ish days long. So it's about a week and a half, two weeks after your period. Okay. During this phase, this is when your hormones are on the rise. So if you think of a bell curve, this is the beginning of the bell curve where your estrogen and testosterone are on the rise. And what happens when our estrogen and testosterone are rising, we start to feel like ourselves again, mood, energy, emotion starts, um, coming alive in us. And when estrogen is on the rise, our brain centers are starting to activate certain, the certain areas of our brain that are connected to communication, plans, creativity. So during this follicular phase, this is a great time to, you may just have a lot of new projects, or this is the time where you often think like, oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Right. And give yourself some time to write down these ideas, whether you keep a note in your phone or if you have 
journaling practice every single day, like just be aware that this is the time where new ideas maybe come in. This is also a great time to, your brain likes to plan things out. Mm. You know, you sit down during follicular phase. This is often when you can maybe sit down and create those content plans, like map out what episodes are going out. Um, if you have any launches, I'm going to talk about launching since a lot of us in business, if we really optimize a launch with our cycle, yeah, mood, energy, and emotion, it'll work for you because during our ovulation phase, which I'll get to, we have this open communication and energy where if you place yourself in the right activities during the launch, like it will just make the launch feel so much better, but still right. in follicular phase, like planning things out, strategizing, tackling, like mentally challenging tasks, problem solving, making decisions, like think of it very much like spring follicular being spring. There's newness. There's maybe things going on below the surface, but things are coming back to life and ready to go and grow at this point. I and love then- that that leads us into ovulation. So ovulation is that peak of the bell curve with our estrogen. And in this time, like I said, with launching or podcasting, this is a great time to use our communication centers. This is a great time to have those master classes, to batch record a bunch of episodes, to get out there and do the things in your business that you need to do. Maybe it's recording a video that's supposed to go on your sales page, or maybe this is a time where you like, you want to, if you're creating a course where you actually go in and teach that course, right? Like follicular phase, you might be like, Oh, I'm getting all the ideas for my course and what I want to teach. If you can plan it out, right. Ovulation, record those videos and then keep like, stay in that creative outward zone during your ovulation. Why? Because you're going to have the energy for it. You also have the um, magnetism of being social during our ovulation time. That's when we really are like attracted to being around others and others are being attracted to our personal energy. Like Mm -hmm. we, as women just have an energy and a glow about us when our estrogen is peaked and we're ovulating. It's just science, right? So that's really like that go time in your business. Like that. How long, how long is that one, Joelle, after your And how do you know, like, how do you know you've moved out of the follicular into ovulation? Great question. Great question. So ovulation lasts like three to five ish days. So it's very much like that bell curve. Once again, like follicular is a little longer, it rises and it's a shorter duration. And with each phase, neither, none of them are really a hard stop and start. It's going to feel like a nice rounded flow. So you don't necessarily need to know okay, I'm on day seven of my follicular phase. Like you can just know I'm rolling or I'm in the beginning of my follicular phase or how do you know if you're ovulating? That's when you can really, if you want to be precise about it, you can do some tracking, you can do some apps. I really like the app MyFlow on how I track my cycle because MyFlow, I think it's $1.99, but in that app, it's really the only full cycle syncing app because she also gives, um, and gives 
advice. There's information in there on other ways to support your cycle during the particular phases. So that's a really, really good one. But I, I still even mostly rely on my app just because my brain doesn't necessarily want to remember like, Oh, well, today's date is the blah, blah, blah. And my (laughs) my first day of my menstrual phase was on blah, blah, blah. I just truly like know in my app from my app, what phase I'm in, but that's really the first two weeks after you, after you've completed your period. So that's really like the time where you can be the quote unquote productive, like how we define productivity and how we define like those action moving, um, business building type of activities. But that doesn't mean the rest of our cycle has to be wasted or unproductive. We just want to keep in mind what our body's going through. So then we can align what it is that we do. And that leads us into luteal phase. So our luteal phase is just simply the phase that is after ovulation and before your period starts. Okay. And that for, for depending on everybody is different. It can be like 10 to 14 days long. So I tend to think like, it's just another two week time period. Okay. We're in luteal phase. And so now coming off of that bell curve example, I know you guys listening can picture a bell curve in your mind. It's going downward. And that kind of means that's when energy is kind of going down. There's um, progesterone on the rise during our, our luteal phase. And progesterone really is that like They call it the calming hormone. But what I find with myself and other ladies that I talk to in luteal phase, it really kind of feels like a lull, Uh kind of what brings that meh feeling. Uh And we associate that as something off, that it's something wrong. But really, can we think of it in a different light of like, it's just telling us to like go inward and be reflective and just bring in awareness and thoughtfulness during this phase, instead of being so like out there and like, we've got to push things and we've got to get things aligned up. And, and here I am showing up in this page and that page and, and all of the things all the time. It's like, no, this is our body chemistry and biology really being like, okay, come back. We're in our fall season. Luteal is that fall season going inward where after your, so some days in luteal, you may feel like absolutely great and feel really fine. And some days you crush your to-do list, or you still feel like batch recording for podcast episodes and it's a okay. And other days in luteal, you're like, what's my brain doing? Like, Mm -hmm. why, why, why aren't you working? We know the things, why aren't you saying the things? And it's really just because that communication center in our brain isn't as activated. And it's really more the reflective analytical sign of our brain that is like working during this phase. So during luteal phase, it's a really great time for that completion of stuff. So if we go back to the example of creating a course, this is the time where you're putting it into your teachable platform or, you know, you're getting the sales page ready for it or typing out something. So then it is completed and it is done. If you're thinking of batch recording podcast episodes, this would be a great time to really instead, yeah, to edit, to make your show notes, Mm -hmm. to put graphics together for your, like you're doing the behind the scenes stuff and, and in completion, some other things that are just like, 
you could be doing is things with financials or numbers, completing a launch. Like if you did have a masterclass of some sort during ovulation, like really ending that out during this phase. Right. So with, with that completion, and especially like when I find, when I talk about this with ladies, it's, it's across the board. So ladies don't think you're crazy. If like it's the few days before your period where the emotions swing. And I feel like I need to say this for every female entrepreneur, because I don't think every female entrepreneur says it, but every entrepreneur has moments or days where we question everything. Yeah. It's like, what are, what is this all for? Is, am I on the right track? Like, is this what I should be doing? Is this how I should be outlining things? And really it's that day before our phase that progesterone peaks. And then as soon as our menstrual phase happens, progesterone goes back down again, which restarts that bell curve and why, why we feel like, okay, starting to feel like myself again, because during our menstrual phase, which is the phase where our hormones are at its lowest levels. And when I talk about how I help women sync with their cycles in all areas of their lives, they're like, Oh, so you talk about periods a lot. It's actually the phase I talk about the least because I'm like menstrual phase. You just keep it simple, streamline, evaluate your past month. Like this is that completion phase. It's that winter phase where you maybe want to review what you did and how it worked for you. Hmm. Um, Take some restorative time off. If you can, you know, like listen to your gut during this time. If you need to take breaks, if you've felt burnt out, don't push through it. And this can be a really good time, luteal and menstrual phase to prioritize your to-do list, like follicular and ovulation. You may sit down and write out your to-do list and just be like, bang, 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 bang. I got all of this right. stuff. Look at me. And I still have energy for the kids and I'm in yeah. the <laughs> and I got my workout in today. And then luteal phase, you're like, okay, I've got five things on my list and I only want to do two of them. Like it's just, you can just be different and prioritize things. Like definitely even some of my systems in my home get put off to the side during certain phases. And so really what I hope this does is bring you information to work with your, your biology as you're doing things. And you don't have to change everything all at once, but I hope that the education just brings grace because yeah, there are 100% times where I'm like, I really wanted to hop on this podcast interview. Am I in the best phase for a podcast interview? No, not really. But this is something that I feel like I can talk about in my sleep. I know Steph is absolutely amazing. And so I'm like, yeah, I am still going to 100% do this. And there are times where I do things in my cycle phases where I don't necessarily have that strength or that superpower or that phase isn't appropriate, but this is life. I get that, but I can also go at it with grace, knowing this is what's going on and I don't have to force it. I just want to show up as my best self and there's nothing wrong with me. Right. Yeah. It really allows you to understand yourself a little better. Like this totally makes me laugh because Every time in the luteal for me, like I get super moody and like, I'm not a crier, but like, there's something that will set me off Mm -hmm. and it's typically to Brad. And I'm like, you didn't say that you liked 
the meat that I made you, you know? And like, he's just like, oh my gosh. And he'll be like, are you going to start your period? And like, he doesn't mean it in a mean way, but it's like, now I'm just gonna be like, I'm actually, I'm just going to put up a token, Joelle, that says like luteal phase and yeah. put like a sticker so that he's like, oh, she's in the luteal, leave her alone. But so it, it all makes so much sense to me. And what I love about this is you gave so many tacticals. I'm going to go through a few tacticals and pull them out of what Joelle was saying for you about what to do in each. And let me reframe what Joelle said. Like we can't, we can't make everything fit in the right phase, the right bucket. But if you have an option, there are certain things that we can plug in there. So when we look at our month at a glance, which is why it's super important to pre-plan, right, Joelle, intentional productivity. We take all of our monthly tasks from our Asana and from our planners and whatever systems that you're using. And you look at those and say, what is a monthly task? Not a daily. What is a monthly task? And then where can I plug that monthly task? So I have daily tasks, weekly tasks, monthly tasks, quarterly tasks. So all the monthly ones I can plug into bucket one, two, three, or four based on my seasons, right, Joelle? So some examples here. Number one for follicular, am I saying that right? Yeah. You are ramping up the hormone. Um, some of the things that Joelle mentioned was like the newness, the creativity. So coming up with podcast batch ideas, um, coming up with the outline of your course, that's a, could be a monthly thing, maybe revising something that you need to revise coming up with, um, I don't know, new content for social media. If you do that, like the newness, the creative. So maybe you plug in this, like a day for creativity or even like 20 minutes a day for that week and plug those in. That would be a monthly task that maybe you could put in here. Number two with ovulation, this is the creation, right? Joelle, that's what I heard from you was Mm -hmm. creation was a superpower and communication, creation and communication. So this is do it, record the shows, record the modules, do the batch recordings, have the hard conversations or the fun conversations, right? Go play. Probably even like going and playing with your spouse. This would be a great week for that. Like have the date nights in this, in this phase, right? Joelle, Mm -hmm. um, the next one with luteal. Now we're starting to decline. So some of those monthly tasks you guys can plug in here would be the completions. Like Joelle and I were saying like editing behind the scenes, you're not on, you're still doing all this work, but like, you're not on, you don't have to be the voice or the face or the, the creator it's let's fine tune. Let's plug in the pieces. So that's all really good. What about like, so some other monthly, let me, I actually have my board up right here. Some other monthly tasks I have are like, I have all my financial stuff. So, you know, I pay the team, I pay the tithe. We do the budgets. I update QuickBooks. Like what phase would that be the best in? Luteal. Luteal. Okay. Yep. That behind the scenes. Okay. uh, Administrative type of stuff. Okay. Then, okay. So I just started in we're working on scaling. So we're testing some new cool things, different ads, different workshop stuff. I really think that one would be great in follicular. If I'm looking at like new creatives or new copy for that, that would be a great, uh, phase to do that on a monthly basis. Yep. Yep. Batching batching would be great between follicular and then actually recording them in my ovulation week. So this is making so much sense to me. How do you, so that was my interpretation of everything that you were saying of like taking this big monthly task brain dump and then plugging it in. What else do you have to say there? Like, how do you help optimize what these women are doing and make sure they go in the right buckets? Is there any other tips you have for that? 
within business or within life and everything? Both. So really it's, it's about implementing one area of your life at a time. Okay. And so I would, for me, when I started learning about all of this, it started with health and fitness first, because I was the type of person. And I mean, many business owners can probably relate to this was I was literally burning the candle at both ends. Like I was trying to get to my goals in a faster way, which I thought meant more workouts, eating less. And what I saw was constant pushback. Right. And with business, we can do that same thing leading us into burnout is we feel like we always need to be creating content and we always need to be the one in front of the camera. We always need to be coming up with, with new ideas and, and everything, but really how you're going to utilize this and getting ahead and building your business in a strong foundational way is understanding why kind of working your business cyclically seasonally, if that um, depiction of it made more sense to you, how it's working in your favor, because we are God's creation. And the more that I've heard women say like, yeah, but the world doesn't operate in a cyclical way. And I'm like, but it does. Mm. Right. Like, and even when I go back to how God created the world, there was rest and why I end my talks on menstrual phase, because it is about like that work and going into it and then the rest and the restoration. So really just for any woman understanding that it's going to be about, this is about working with how we were created and designed Mm -hmm. instead of constantly feeling like you have to be in this fight and flight mode of doing more, creating more, being more, and constantly being the same person, being always on or always that person who's like, I can turn on the mic and just sing, sing my truth all day long. And and no, sometimes I even have days where I'm like 10 minutes through an episode and I'm like, belly, like starting over. What did I say? (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, that's kind of, you, you depicted it so perfectly, which already shows me like women are more in alignment with this and our feelings. We just tell ourselves like, we shouldn't feel this way. We shouldn't feel like we don't have energy today, or we shouldn't feel like we're, we're questioned or like, we don't want to be on social or we don't want to turn on the mic, which, Oh, if it's my calling, I shouldn't feel that way. But that's not true. There's just things going on within our biology that's saying, yeah, you, you can be looking at this area of things or, or, um, put that at a later date and it'll come back to you. Yeah. And I could also see you mentioning social media. I could see that being way more triggering when you're in luteal or menstrual, right? Like you're on this app and you're over here like, Oh, I hate her and her cute, butt. you know, like I could see you getting so much more triggered. So thinking about when do you, um, fast from social media and maybe instead of doing weekends, maybe it's certain weeks based on that. So it just made me think like, there's so many things you can tweak to, to your advantage here. Now you mentioned, you know, you were doing health and fitness first. Is there an order that you typically recommend that your women start really? Cause it would be way too overwhelming. You know, you're like, I got to get my date life in order with this calendar and my health and my motherhood and now my business. And then you're like, 
just going crazy. So like, what is the first one that you think is the most, not most important, but what's that order look like? And like, what do you actually, so get like health and fitness, for example, I don't have an example in my mind of what that would look like. Right. So for me, what I teach and what I do is one phase at a time. And I know that being on a a podcast like this, where I literally covered all four phases, you're kind of just like, what, how do I remember? So what I do in my beginner course, feminine fitness foundations is I do cover fitness and nutrition because that's what ladies come to me most often for, but I also do cover lifestyle. So what I teach is a singular phase at a time. So when somebody comes to me and we talk about goals, what are some areas she's struggling with? Is it hormonal imbalances or is it mood and energy and emotion? And then we say, okay, this is your, this is your struggle. These are your goals. This is what your phase you're in. And these are the things that are supportive of this phase. And I only want you to think about doing these things that support you during this week. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I want you to incorporate these things because this is where you're at right now. And then we talk, then she'll either go on to my neck, the next phase when she's ready to go in the next phase, or we'll talk about it on a coaching call when we get to that next phase. But it's really like, for me, it was just knowing about one phase at a time, I got one week at a time, really. That, that makes perfect sense. Cause I was thinking it was more of like a category of your life and then you plug it into all the phases and then you, but instead look at the week at a time. So give me an example of health and fitness, this being your bread and butter. Um, how, cause I'm like, I don't even understand what that would mean. Like I do my four little Peloton rides, Joel, we hop on a mountain bike once a week. Um, Jessica Brown yells at me cause I'm not weightlifting enough, you know? <laughs> how do I optimize that knowing that that's just my schedule? Like what would I do differently here? Right. So once again, you can think of it with intentionality Mm -hmm. instead of changing it all up and changing up your intention going into your workout or your workout plan for the week, because actually, and this is kind of rolling into the health and fitness stuff. If you are in your late luteal phase and you really don't feel like working out and you're drained and exhausted and depleted because you finished a launch and you did the things with your kids and you had that you have elevated cortisol already during your late luteal phase. And if you bring in a killer workout, you're adding more cortisol, which turns on your fat storage. Wow. So that's where I started with all of this was I was the one, like, if you want to change your body, you work out more, eat less and push harder and do two a days and, and all this stuff. And, you know, no pain, no gain, no excuses and all of that stuff. And I was like, okay, wait, I feel like I'm so working against my body, but for you, where you have your routine and what you enjoy, you just change the intention in it. So with going back to that bell curve and back to follicular phase, if your thing is, you know, Peloton four times a week and outdoor with your significant other once a week, you keep that same routine and know in follicular and ovulation phase, that's when your energy is on the rise. You're going to want to get out there and, and do the things and have your bike ride. And then early luteal, you'll probably still feel the same. Yeah. And then in later luteal, you're like, Oh, I'm just not feeling it today. So how you can change that up is just the intention and intensity. So during follicular ovulation, bring in that intensity, that challenge, whatever that means for you, maybe it's 
longer bike rides. Maybe mm-hmm. it's um, doing those challenging hit ones on Peloton. Right. During late luteal, maybe you're doing more of the steady state stuff or taking advantage of the mobility and stretching that they yeah. have that they have going on and eliminating really that like cardio, like tough jump and turn around and flip your legs <laughs> sideways. Like you're, you're changing up your intention. And what I teach really also kind of how it was that well-rounded completion of a launch or a course creation is the same thing with health, fitness, and nutrition. You're having this well-rounded health and fitness plan of not intensity all the time, but still including mobility and flexibility and all those well-rounded components of health and fitness. So it leads to optimal life, energy, mood, and emotion support, because you're not burning the candle at both ends. You're really honoring the nature of a well-rounded, a well-rounded life. Cause even in motherhood, like you can relate this to motherhood so much of like with your kids, this is when you can sit down and be like, we're going to go on adventures together. We're going to go outward. We're going to do these new things together as a family during follicular and ovulation. And then like that week before your period and in your menstrual phase, maybe it's like watching toy story, toy story series, exactly. and all snuggled up on the couch, you know, like, right. and in both those moments, you can create amazing memories with your kids. Like your kids probably would think it is really cool. Like one time we created a tent in our living room and we watched toy story all from one through four, all, all day. It was yeah. awesome. With mom and dad and snacks. And they won't even know that like mom's got to lay down. Cause <laughs> She's got some low energy hormonal things going on right now. And so it really just leads into a well-rounded life. But like I said, I really take women on, okay, this is the phase. These are the strengths of support. Focus on doing those things, not just those things, Mm -hmm. but add these things in that will support you that you'll feel like, oh, I get to do this. I, I should include this in my groceries. Cause that's, this is going to be really good for me. I'm going to have this type of thing for my self-care, right? Right. All of it just really leads to a well-rounded human being, which we as women are right. Yeah. All so amazing. And really what I kept thinking as you were talking about the Peloton example, I'm like, great. We got Cody Rigsby in follicular inoculation and I got Christine and her feelings over here when I'm doing luteal and menstrual. I remember I think Cody during Cody during ovulation. I get it. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He just makes me crack up laughing. I can't. And the other piece I loved is your example with the kids. Like, I always get so much guilt wrapped up around. Oh no, all they did was be on the screen for X amount of hours or But what I like about this is when you look at the month as a glance, instead of looking at your day at a glance or or even your week at a glance, because I think that's been my problem. I'll look at the day at a glance instead of, well, what does this look like for the week or for the month? And even in your business, like going and looking at what you've accomplished at the end of the month and looking at, wow, we did this and we went on a hike together and then we did an outdoor adventure here and then they slept on the trampoline with daddy on this day or like, or we all slept on the trampoline, like making the time to inventory all the amazing things. And then, like you said, pulling the grace card and looking at, and last week we rested and you know what, that's okay. And so I pull so much from that blessing in this conversation that it's okay 
to have the rest weeks even. And not that we're not still spending time. It's just different. It looks different what we're doing with them. So thank you so much. I have learned a ton that me understanding this was way overdue. So thank you for blessing us today. Joelle was such an easy to understand visual, so much information tied with science, bring it all back to the fact that this is the way God created us to be. And so it's okay to be in tune with these different parts of us. Um, where can everybody come learn more about cycle syncing and find you and all the amazing things that you do? Yeah, guys come to my podcast, feminine fitness, or you can find me on Instagram. It's my name, Joelle cease looks like Seuss, but my podcast is where it's at. That's where I really do all of the teaching. And if you have questions about anything, I will respond to you in the DMS, or I probably got a podcast episode on it. Absolutely. Well, thank you for hanging out with us today, love. Thank you. How amazing was that interview? And I just wanted to bring this full circle by telling you that us creating a podcast together began uh, one and a half to two short years ago through a coaching call. Then that was before I had Clarify Your Calling, which is now how we get that clarity on what's my thing. Then Joelle took Podcast Pro University. She launched the show. She's already having a lot of success. She rebranded and then she joined Podcast to Profit. And in Podcast to Profit, we optimized her programs. We created her second tier offer, her, her new mastermind program that she'll be launching. We revamped her podcast. Um, and so much success has happened for her all throughout this journey, but really a breakthrough in the past 90 days. So again, if you are looking for a business model just like mine, just like Joelle's, I invite you to the Stephanie Gass business model. I don't have a name for it, okay? The Steph Gass School. Let's just do that. Um, And what you're going to do is step one, get clarity on your calling. Number two, launch a podcast. And number three, monetize using courses, coaching, or a program. If you guys are interested in that and to see which step that you are at, please go to stephaniegass.com and click on courses and you can learn all about it. It takes you through some steps to tell you where you are and take the leap, girl, because if Joelle hadn't took the leap a year and a half ago, she wouldn't be on this podcast full circle moment with a full coaching business, a course that sells every single month and about to launch her full out mastermind program. You are just hopefully a few short years away from your own breakthrough, partnering your calling and your purpose work with a profitable, scalable online business. Let's grow, girl. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. Pretty please. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, The number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys, every time that I see that this show has impacted your life in some way. So if you'll do that for me, I would be super grateful. The second thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Stephanie Gass. I'll share you in my stories, and then together we can share the love. God bless you, sis.